0: You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. Coming up next, Art on the Air with your hosts Rob Hessler and Gretchen Hilmers. Welcome to Art on the Air with your hosts Rob Hessler and Gretchen Hilmers. This is an hour long interview program dedicated to the visual arts. Each week we feature guests in conversation about their theory, practice, and current projects as well as the state of the visual arts in our community. We also play musical selections relating to our guests and engage in additional conversation about the topics presented in our interviews. So let's get started with another episode of Art on the Air. Here are your hosts, Rob Hessler and Gretchen Hilmers. This is Art on the Air, Rob Hessler, here with the luminescent Gretchen Hilmers. Welcome back, Gretch, after a couple weeks off.
1: Can I be bioluminescent? Can I just, like, with the glow the bioluminescent
0: blue? Gretchen Hilmers. Like a slug's trail?
1: <laughs> That's how I feel today, yeah. Let's go slug's trail. <laughs> uh,
0: scorn points. One bad joke at a time. <laughs> we have a really busy show this week. We have Charlie Ellis and Deborah Sharon Miller talking about Slam. We have Joanne Morton talking about Circles of Hope. And you and I went by a pop-up exhibition, Francis Gutman, that was kind of a little bit of a surprise. But first we're going to talk about Slam today. Slam is awesome.
1: I love Slam. I think we've Gone to all but one of them because we were out of town for one of them?
0: It's Savannah Local Artist Market is what that stands for. And it's... it's...
1: Food, art, crafts, music, intense wind sometimes.
0: <laughs> there was one that was pretty windy. It's <laughs> coming up this Saturday, though, so that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I-, I think that it is one of the best local events because it's at the Salvation Army, the baseball field, basically. That's extra awesome.
1: Because you to walk to it.
0: Yeah. Um, right near off of B Road, and that's very local oriented. Like it's not really downtown, so it's not nope. like really a tourist event. And the artists are local, and there's over eighty artists featured. So this time, many artists, which is amazing. Oh my goodness! I was thinking because we bought a lot of stuff from Slam before, and um, Ooh, yeah. I think I might have told this story in this interview. But it was just funny because I was thinking about how when we bought the piece from Sean Turner, a recent Art on the Air guest. You went and bought the piece yourself because I had to chase Lincoln running across the center field of Slam.
1: Yeah, well, you are the runner in this family, so that's kind of your duty.
0: That's a good point. I am the runner. Why don't we get into this interview here? (laughs) Let's get started with this episode. Now, I want to mention here that I have made a technical error on the recording of this. And so I only have, well, I have most of the interview here, but it starts kind of in the middle. So it starts basically with Deborah. Sharon Miller talking yeah, about I her. Blame on her son. Yeah, I'll he just, plays with
1: your equipment. He
0: yes, he does. Yes, he's pushing <laughs> all those buttons.
1: He pushes all of our buttons in general.
0: Yes, but also the buttons that make us happy.
2: Yes.
0: So it's very nice. But anyway, Charlie Ellis, Deborah Sharon Miller talking about slam. Here you go.
2: My whole object is to lessen my artistic impact on the environment and also bring awareness to endangered animals and how much trash we really generate from our consumerism and things like that. So, at the event I'll have, I do do some endangered animals like my spade fish and I have a, a new stork I had just done and, but I also do cityscapes where they're really kind of fun and I use computer parts and nuts bolts plastics anything and I make these cityscapes and they're everyone asks me well is it on any certain city and it's like no it's just kind of like I look at different cityscapes and and pull them all together you know and some people say well I see New York in that or I see Savannah in that and I'm like great you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) now Charlie you have worked with some reclaimed stuff I mean I know in previous years you've like painted benches and chairs and things like that out there but what what kind of art are you bringing to this iteration of slam Fish. Sure. So fish. Fish. I've got a
3: lot
4: of fish that I made
3: anyway, out of
4: found wood.
3: Well, Mostly
4: driftwood. Um, and so, I probably got 12 anyway, fish that I'm bringing, plus a down, few other metallic things that aren't fish, that are people or faces. So I decided um, to make Similar to what make, Jim Cohn does with his yeah, faces. Yeah. Uh, but uh,
1: <coughs> I used to be the benches.
4: Are there for people to use for one thing but i do put a price tag on it. that's right and i'm hoping that something like the sentient bean would buy one it'd be
0: perfect for sentient bean
4: and put it in there and everybody would see it so it's, i totally agree it's promotion
0: so and people out there listening that are patrons of sentient bean let's get a couple of those in the in the bean
4: get a couple of benches i've got two really nice sofas that i'm bringing in you know, Slam is written
3: but right across I the like
4: back the of, it, of it, and it would go great in anywhere. In fact, two years ago, I had a long sofa that was sold to uh, Gypsy Clothing Did, you, uh, no, next to the bakery. There is
2: still one there, but uh, I think... What's the name of the
4: place of John Blank? Well, it's gyps- <laughs> She goes by Gypsy... Woman clothes. Or something. <laughs> Anyhow, she had a long sofa, in there and then it was right when you walk in, slam, and people would ask what slam is, and she said, would tell them. The Anyhow, that worked real good.
3: I'm gonna go uh, in and get
4: a, but let's see what else. I, I, I want to talk a bit about about
3: I um, one thing that you brought up because friends, the slam we,
0: branding being on things kind of made me think about it, and kind, kind of skip you know, quickly over the USA community canvas, but. If I'm not mistaken, in the previous years, there's been like slam on it and then kids kind of come and artists, other artists kind of come and talk a little bit more about that for people who don't know. Because that's a lot of fun. That's a, it is. Actually, last year, my kid played a little, right. did a little something on it. It's
4: a community campus, a four by eight foot sheet of plywood mounted on an easel with lots of paints on a table. And, and it's great for kids. And the little kids come in and paint at the bottom and usually they just dab paint and then a the little bit older ones who were are a little <laughs> bit better artists paint up here and then the adults are up on the top and they do some pretty good stuff up there
0: uh-huh. so
4: we'll have another one of those and and i take the plywood and paint it white and on both sides so when one side is full oh nice turn it around and use the other side but I may I've gotta think about this, take last year's board and put paper on it, white paper, which I have. And so you can paint on the paper, and then you could cut the paper up and put it in a frame, give it away or whatever, but I'm just toying with that. I mean,
0: so the event is we're we're talking here on April seventh, the event is on the twenty third, so there's still at this point there's a couple of weeks. Right. Um, that until that happens. But by the time that people are listening to this, it'll just be a couple more days. Okay. Until this happens. So I'm assuming by then you'll have, you know, all of the details sort right. of hammered out. But I, I wanna do do you wanna kinda bring it back to the other artists too? Because you know, other than the two of you, you know, there is I was blown away. I mean, we mentioned William Poe, but also I was just really blown away by you mentioned the higher quality of artists that have been Kind of been brought in to slam. Talk about some of the artists and like, because now obviously it's like people know that there's a there's gonna be a slam and oh my gosh, I wish (laughs) people could see this crazy
2: map. The layout. I gotta take a picture of
0: this here because this is really now this is interesting because you have the second circle now that wasn't there. Yeah, we have the the infield yeah we've always had we've always had some people in
2: but it's growing i can kind of explain
4: this yeah
0: okay so i'm going to take a picture here and hopefully we can explain so what we're looking at here for those who are just listening it is a board on which there is a sort of a half circle and another smaller half circle inside of it with it might almost look like parking spaces within which are names written for each of the vendor so talk a little bit about this and sort of what your plan how this all worked out this is the main
4: gate Here's the other gate over here where the park is down here B Road is here this is that other road here but that's the main gate and people will come in and you know stroll around Um, so we've got all we got 56 spaces on the fence and then another additional 15, 16 now, inside. And these are numbered, as you can see, so somebody will drive in, Deb right here will drive in, I'll say, you're number three, and she'll go to number three. These people, I've got stakes with artists. I see that, that's so cool. With Mary Kazat, Cezanne, Degas, Alphabetical, Artemisia Genaleschi, Winslow Homer, Hopper, Kalo, Klimt, and so on.
0: And so, I see William Kuhmanapo as Picasso and Remington there. So you've right. got it. He's Picasso <laughs> and,
4: and Frederick Remington. So when they come in, I don't give them a number. I give them an artist's name. And so I say they're in alphabetical. So you know, if you're Jane Wright, you go down to Manet, and. Uh,
0: it really is remarkable, the people that you've got here. I mean, I see, you know, I'm, I'm going to be talking to Tamara Garvey, Lisa Rosemeyer, yeah. Max Weiss. I'm just looking at Tatiana right. von Tauber, Tate Ellington, right. Sean Turner we talked yeah. about, Beth Logan. You I mean, these about. are like, these are awesome. Yeah. These are great artists. You know, this
4: one person we're missing. Name's Rob Hess.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: He's an artist. I saw your triangle shirt like Where yeah. are you? Come on, we'll fit you in. We'll kick one of, <laughs> well, one, it looks one like, of these. One of these people. Yeah, are I see a of like
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't
4: quote me on that. We'll kick them out. Fit <laughs> you in. There. Oh
2: God, you're
0: so funny.
4: But uh, but 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 but, but, but you see here's the gate, and these people are all on the inside, and these people are outside, right here. The gate. Oh on right, the, that's on the right. Of the yes, yes. So. And I remember
0: that I actually ended up buying a stained glass piece from Gary Shelby, who had stained glass outside of the mm-hmm. outside of the yeah. glass. Time. Yeah. So um,
4: was that the, the guy from the little house? The
0: mm-hmm.
2: Gary Shelby. No, no, no.
0: Oh. But you know, it's interesting though because you know we're talking about all these names and stuff, but it's really just a matter of chance. I mean, these people are interested in it, and they are great artists and so they're involved of course but it's also like Deborah, you mentioned it's like it's open to everybody and that's one of the things that's cool is there's no like hierarchy it's just like you just if you want to do it you sign up as long
2: as you're an artist
4: yeah and we we try to keep out
2: more craft oriented crafts (laughs) yeah
4: you know if somebody's making doilies potholders or something like that we will uh say maybe next year or something like that and and also I sent out an email to all these people uh, a while back how many of them would want to do a November show yeah and we've gotten back some yeah but not very many
2: Well, I think that'll change as people, as you talk to people the day of. I think you know because I know people have asked me about a new, you know, last year they loved that we did it twice. Yeah, I love that people love that we do it twice, but we try not to. You know, Isle of Hope is having, from what I heard, having theirs, so we try not to conflict with that because
0: who cares about Isle of Hope? Well, we don't (laughs) want to.
2: We we don't want to. You know, we don't want to do it when they're having it because then it would be, you know, it can oversaturate too you know we want to make sure the artists that come to slam sell I mean the whole point is for them to make some money
4: yeah well I just sent an email to Sharon McIntosh and I asked her how much it costs to go to Isle Hope oh yeah Isle Hope's not not cheap she
0: said she thought
2: 100 yeah yeah it sounds about right what well,
0: actually is not that expensive for a trade show but in comparison right. to this to this,
2: well and that's the point because i great. start so you know artists up. who are just starting out yeah. it's hard for them that's to scrape great. up 100 dollars. plus see, they have to buy a tent yeah they gotta bring their own tables so their own yeah. chairs right. or you know and it's it's and that's what that's what's so great that's about really this nice. event it really gives you know young artists a chance exposure for 45 bucks. And then, you know, they can bring an umbrella and put it up and have a table. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's, it's very open.
0: Yeah. Right. You're listening to Art on the Air here on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Now back to our interview with Charlie Ellis and Deborah Sharon Miller, talking about Savannah Local Artist Market or SLAM. You know, um, Charlie, when you first walked up, you said, you know, you got, people can't see you, but you got a SLAM hat on, you got a SLAM t-shirt on. You brought me and Deborah a SLAM. I'm a SLAMmer shirt. And you said you have to swallow your pride. But I think that there is kind of a, like a welcoming and a sort of fun element to it. Like, and we've talked before and we, I, you know, maybe it was like last year. I don't remember exactly when we talked before about this, but Like, what do you think about this? When you think about SLAM in general, like, what is you, what do you imagine as? Like, what is your vision? Like, what is the, I don't know, like if you were to describe it like in one or two words, how would you kind of, in one or two sentences, how would you sort of describe SLAM? I'd say it's a a fun
4: event for artists and people alike to come and have fun and do the community canvassing and have lunch. And the dog park is right down here in Dashing no. Park. Bring your dog. The
0: dogs are welcome. And uh, it's a nice and close if you have a toddler as well, I would just tell you, because they
4: can't right. get away. That's what we need to do, is, is to get a bunch of those
0: with the toddlers, yeah. and, you
4: know.
0: Rent for,
2: Rent a cart. <laughs> it was funny, when we bought
0: the piece from Sean Turner, well, my wife and I were going to go buy the piece, but my kid was having fun of it. He just went running. <laughs> And so I was chasing around <laughs> across the field, and my wife went and brought the piece. So. Okay, good. But uh, but yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Now I want to ask you, go back to you here real quick, Deborah. I mean, as a as somebody who's now been involved in it, but you're also an artist in it, and that's kind of your first exposure. What are you hoping to get out of this version of slam? I mean, obviously you want sales, but like, there's more to it than that.
2: Well, when I go, what I love okay. is the feedback you know from from patrons and from other artists plus I love going around and looking at other people's art it's just amazing what people do you know where the inspiration comes from I mean I always look at mine okay well yeah this is pretty we think it's easy you know but then you look at it it's like how did you come up with that right you know so it's it's part inspiration part you know just love I love talking with people who want to know about my art I mean that's to me that's almost more fun than making a sale believe i mean it's like i love selling but it's it's just so much fun and so i i think i think that's what i'm looking forward to and you
0: know it's cool like you learn so much too i mean like you know i'm supposed to like know because i could write for the paper and do this radio show and stuff but last year um a friend of mine was do- had a booth nancy zabco and i went to her booth and i she was doing this necklace jewelry style called a lariat and i had never heard of that before yeah. i'd never seen it and she like You know, she had a demo and everything and how it worked and stuff. And it's like, I mean, how cool is that? You just go and, like, there's some local artist who's doing something you maybe never even seen or heard of before. So I kind of love that, too. That's like another aspect of it. Yeah. And another thing
4: that I mentioned to people it's probably Savannah's most important, greatest outdoor. I am absolutely. word escapes me. Um,
2: Festival, fair, <laughs> Extra- fair? extravaganza. No,
0: no, um, God. Um, I like well, extravaganza.
4: Yeah. Say, um, social meeting. Yeah. It's got to be another word. Yeah.
2: But it is um, a social event. I mean, well, we all.
4: I've had people say, well, I started off and, and all I did, could do was make it to here because I kept. Re, running into old friends, right? And they run into their old friends, and so they have to stop and talk. So they stop here yeah. and go on and meet another old friend, and they stop. They never make it all the That's way around. That's most
0: certainly true.
4: Yeah. So it's a um, social event.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you're making what is it Co- you're making connections, connections community. Yeah. Um,
4: but these are old connections. They'll say, "I hadn't seen so and so in right, 20 right, right, years," right.
0: and they run into them here. God, I end up buying so much stuff. I mean, I yeah. gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, bring
2: the money. <laughs> Stop by my booth. <laughs> how many odd
4: pieces of artwork do you have at home? My house is full. I can't even tell you how many the numbers do I want mean, if you sell dozens. any of them, if you do, bring them. Oh, you mean for me? Like, yeah, your art. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Gosh, <laughs> like,
0: well, I. Uh, if you do, I'm too much of a weirdo these days. So, <laughs> did you see Max? You know Max. Oh, Feist? Max, Spice. Yeah. yeah,
2: she's yeah, he's coming, coming. Yeah, I,
0: I met Max a couple of months ago. Doing, they were doing a mural at um, this Airbnb actually, and talked to them and and uh, weird stuff. Came from Asheville. Yeah, and, you know, so just been in Savannah for about a year and a half now, yeah. and uh, uh, great artist. I mean, really yeah. great artist.
2: Amazing artist.
0: Well,
4: she's at the green truck <laughs> today. The, I know they have With the um, drive through art mm-hmm. right. box. Yeah. So I think I'll check that out. Are yeah. they having
0: their event today? This is The talk? Is that what she... It, or
4: I don't think so, but there are three art events tonight. There's, I think, the cork. What Corkhouse.
2: Corkhouse is having theirs. Yeah. Are they? There's
4: okay. one at Alexander's on Bull Street. cake okay.
2: Oh, the Savannah Art Association. Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm right. in that one too, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: And then one at Grand <laughs> Bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you can't even remember you're in it. <laughs> no, I can't <laughs> remember where
4: <laughs> I am. <laughs> and one at Grand Bohemian here with Stacy Jean.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The part of the Savannah series that, that Carmen Aguirre put together, so it's Savannah Artists. So
4: I think I'm going to come back to town.
0: And Stacey Albano's in this as well. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. so like you're talking about the caliber yeah. of artists. I mean, like she's at the Grand Bohemian yeah. this month, and then she's yeah. going to have later in this. Uh, yeah. In fact, there she is. she is. There she, is. Uh, she got two spaces. What is that? What am I seeing? I see Degas and... Degas and Gauguin. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Three heavy hitters. Uh, those two and her. Oh, that's so funny.
0: Well, look, is there anything else that you want to add, anything else we didn't talk about that you think that you want to kind of let the people know about this event? What are you hoping people will get out of it? I mean, obviously fun and, and a little bit of that connection, but...
4: They probably have a blank peck place on their wall at home, and I hope they find something here to take home to eliminate
0: that blank space. I'm going to take it a step further. I hope if they have some boring poster art that they bought at michael's yes that they find something to replace that right because we don't need original yeah Yeah. and local and
4: from a local local and original that that, that's better yeah forget what i (laughs) said
0: just say that say i (laughs) said well it's in a recording i have it have some sort of ethics right well, Charlie Ellison and Deborah Sharon Miller, thank you both so much for coming on our in the air today to talk about Slam. It's like one of my favorite events every year, so um, can't wait. And again, the date is Third. April 23rd. And what time does it start? 10. 10-ish. Ten. Yeah, yeah ten. 10 to 4. 10 to 4, so you can come, buy some art, grab lunch, and have a, really make a day out of it. Right. So yeah. All right, thank it's you all.
4: It's going to be fun.
0: You're listening to Art on the Air with your hosts, Rob Hessler and Gretchen Hilmers on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with
3: Global Soul. Are you hesitant about receiving the coronavirus vaccination? Contact your physician. It is estimated that 97% of all physicians have been vaccinated. What do they know that you don't know? Or talk to a friend or relative who has been vaccinated and find out why they have taken it. For more information, contact www.cdc.gov. This portion of WRUU's programming is brought to you by listeners and by Brighter Day Natural Foods. Brighter Day Natural Foods has been serving Savannah's healthy food and supplement needs since 1978. It is located at the corner of bull street and park avenue they have online ordering and curbside delivery available and now a walk-up window for smoothies juices and sandwiches from the deli they are open from 9 a.m to 7 p.m monday through saturday and 10 a.m to 6 p.m on sunday more information can be found at brighterdayfoods.com
0: what does it mean when we say that WRUU is a community radio station It doesn't just mean that we invite the community to create programming, and it doesn't just mean that we are a voice for the community. It also means that we are counting on the community to keep us going, and you are the community. Almost all of our modest budget comes from small annual or monthly donations from listeners like you. You get to enjoy our community-focused programming because many others have stepped forward to do their part. Now do your part by joining our community of listener donors. Go to wruu.org right now and make a one-time or monthly donation. And thank you for supporting Savannah's community radio station, 107.5 FM.
5: The shadow walks fast. It will teach you
0: and Gretchen Hilmers here back on Art on the Air. That was the song Hope by Jack Johnson. And before that, the song Slam by Onyx.
1: I was wondering if you were going to throw that in there. I like it. That's what yes. I always think about. And by the way, Deborah posted up a photo of a mailbox. An awesome mailbox that she put together. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be sold by the time I go over there, but...
0: Yeah, Gretchen, of course, is talking about Deborah Sharon Miller, who is one of our guests, along with Charlie Ellis, today, talking about the event, Slam, that is happening this weekend. And, yeah, lots of really great art will be for sale at that event, and food and music, as you mentioned at the beginning so of the show.
1: great art. Oh, my gosh. I know. I There's really so love it. There's so much talent in Savannah.
0: And a community canvas, as well, that oh, people nice. can paint on, so that'll be fun there. And they're asking for people to bring donations... Of used clothes for the Salvation Army as well. So if you're, you know, if you got that, you can drop that off at the front, and uh, and make a donation there. So anyway, that is not anywhere near our full show today. We have two more interviews still coming up. We're gonna play an interview that I did with Joanne Morton about the Circles of Hope event that she has going on this weekend. But we're gonna first have an interview with Francis Gutman. Now, Frances is an artist who reached out to me on Instagram, somebody that I've been following, and she's just a got her MFA exhibition from over at SCAD, and she asked me if I would stop by, and I did. Unfortunately, the show is over, but it was really cool to kind of talk to her, get a sense of what her show is all about. So why don't we go ahead and play that interview? Gretchen, you and Lincoln were there at the show.
1: Yeah, Did you? are you going to play any of the barking or the kids... I'm just kidding, you know, yelling.
0: As a matter of fact, we are. Nice. Enjoy. Rob Hessler here with Art on the Air Field Notes. And I'm here with Francis Gutman, and we are at her exhibition ruminate. And by the time that people hear this, they're not gonna be able to actually see the show. So that's a very unfortunate thing because it's a it's a wonderful show. But kind of just give us like an overview, like what are you doing here?
6: Oh my gosh, what am I doing here? I don't know. I had that same question for myself leading up to this. I wanted to kind of create a space where somebody could experience exactly what I'm kind of my mental state going through my own creative process the title of the show is ruminate and I wanted to put somebody in a space and kind of experience like you know those kind of intrusive or repetitive thoughts or obsessive practices that I go to and through and kind of rely on to create this body Mm -hmm. of work so
0: (laughs) yeah um, and talk a little bit about the choice of the space because people can probably hear a little bit of an echo but it's a very unique gallery space that you've created for yourself
6: uh, yes it's definitely one of those uh, pop-up gallery spaces uh, somebody asked um, how I came about getting it and I told them well pretty much just through complaining uh, which really <laughs> uh, simplifies the process a lot but you know just the struggle of like having that vision for kind of wanting a a non-traditional gallery space, something that was kind of like in a state of transition um, that was going to be kind of nice and plain for me to display my work in. So I kind of relied on my community. I just talked to people about what I needed. I had kind of this loose vision in my head and those friends, those people that I have met while living in Savannah, they came through for me. And uh, the, the homeowner here was like, oh, well, we have this duplex. Um, this one, it'll be, this side of it will be ready around that time that you need it. And then we can have your show here and we'll just work on the other side. So it just awesome. turned out perfectly. And they have the same vision of kind of like, kind of retaining those uh, the souvenirs of like the process of like what this house has been through um, which I love about it um, So there's a lot of like architectural details that are being retained that yeah, otherwise sure. people yeah. would just kind of cover up I mean, I'm looking at this yeah.
0: piece here, which is just yeah. <laughs> amazing.
6: Oh, and it's got like secret hidden compartments in it which I is can great. see those looks yes. like yeah, that's uh-huh. so cool
0: <laughs> um, Well, look, you know, I, I want to kind of hit on something that you just said because you said community and right before we went on the air i was asking you you were saying you're you're getting ready to go away for the summer but that you're you're graduating but you're coming back to savannah and i think that's something a conversation that we've been having actually on the radio show and with other artists here in town for the last several years about the students that come here for college and they get an education here and get maybe great training from a place like scad like you are but then they don't stay here and sort of give that creativity back to the community. So you're coming back though. So talk a little bit about that and that decision why you decided to come back.
6: Um, Well, uh, while I was in grad school, I decided to buy a house, um, which I don't recommend for anybody to do (laughs) um, because uh, buying a house and closing and then refinancing uh, a house, you know, is a lot to kind of take on while Uh you're in grad school. I would not recommend it, but it served me well. So I now have my home here in Savannah. And um, I, I, I love it here. I love the uh, community. I love that there is like this uh, group of artists that are kind of lingering around and not you know, just picking up and leaving. And my family's in the southeast; they live in uh, South Carolina, so I do have reason. Yeah. yeah, I do have reason to kind of like stay in the southeast. Also, I hate cold weather, so you know, <laughs> you I know. That, so yeah. Savannah served me pretty well in that aspect, um, and I I love the history. I was living in Charleston before, and so I feel like I'm just kind of like making my way, to like kind of down the east coast. But I think Savannah's as far south as I'm gonna go for now. Um, plus, my girlfriend has; uh, she's a foundations professor at SCAD, so uh-huh. um, you know, we're we're we've got roots here now like they're oh, starting awesome. to grow well it sucks you yeah. in I mean I yeah, tell you the first has.
0: couple of years I was in Savannah I was mm-hmm. looking to move somewhere else and now I've been here for you know over a decade and I just uh, I couldn't imagine that, you know, it's mm-hmm. like it sucked me in now I, I want to give you a chance if you can Francis let folks know because if they can't see the show but I'm sure they're going to be interested in you and your work What's the best way for people to do that? How can people find you? Social media, stuff like that.
6: Um, So social media, my handle on Instagram, which is the only uh, platform I really use, um, is Frankie O'Francis, which can, you know, it's F-R-A-N-K-I-O-F-R-A-N-C-E-S. So if you can find that. Um, But my other one is Mind Your Own Process. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I follow that one. Yeah. And I... I'm really bad about using social media because I get a little bit lazy about it and, you know, indecisive, and so I've got a lot of, like, drafts and stuff, but then, you know, the whole follow-through to get there. I need, like, a social media manager for myself. We, but, all, um, we all need managers. I know, right? Exactly, I know. Um, so, I... Excuse my dog. No, that's fine, that's <laughs> Um... So that's a, a great way to kind of, like, follow me and kind of, like, what I'm putting out there. But um, also my website uh, is Um I'm going to try to keep it updated as best I can um, and collect the exhibition photos and, and put it together as best as possible. Um, and
0: I'm hoping that if you're coming back to Savannah, that we'll also be seeing you soon in person again, some of your work and maybe some local shows. That is
6: yeah. that is my plan. I really want to uh, start um, kind of pulling these pieces and transforming them into another show. Um, they're still kind of a part of this story that I want to mm-hmm. um, explore. So, and a lot having to do with kind of like mental health actually. So. Um, I want to kind of like segue into that conversation. There's another one on the other side that I'm like yeah. still wanting to explore. So, and a lot of materials that I, um, uh, you know, have salvaged and hoarded up my home that I'm like, Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to use That's this. It's going to happen. Exactly. I know more storage space. Exactly. You know, I, I couldn't fit into anybody's apartment. I was like, okay, house now I can fill it. Um, so yeah, still got a lot uh, more to kind of like say about, these different ideas.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, Frances Gutman, thank you so much for coming on Art on the Air today. Appreciate it.
6: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Rob Hessler, Gretchen Hilmers here, Art on the Air. That was our interview with Frances Gutman. I hope you enjoyed that and hope you keep a hold of her over the coming months and years. She is, of course, going to be coming back to Savannah after graduation and making her home here. So it will be exciting to see what she does and offers to the local art community. It was a great chance, great opportunity to meet her.
1: Yeah, she was really nice. Uh-huh. A and great smile too.
0: That um, it was kind of cool. We didn't really mention it in the interview, but it was in this you know house basically that ended up being a huge space for lots of art projects, which I really liked. I thought it was really interesting.
1: Yeah, it was really neat to see how she incorporated her work into the space.
0: Yeah, because she had all that space. Like there was that one room where she did this sort of recontextualized rocking chair piece. And it was like in its own room. So it was like an installation piece. Now, I know our listeners, nobody probably saw that and the show is over so they can't see it. But it was just interesting. I thought that she did a really good job kind of as a curator and, and show designer for her show as well as enjoying her artwork.
1: Mm-hmm. And I like it when people take interesting locations and make it a gallery and really utilize the space that they're given. Tobias Macover did that too. Yeah. That was really awesome.
0: Yeah. Toby has actually got a show coming up soon. We might kind of mention that here upcoming because uh that's a really oh in fact you know what else is going on this weekend is sip the ceramic cup show. Oh. Wanted to mention that as well.
1: That's I that's a great event.
0: It's it's so beautifully hung. Is you know it... what I mean? Yeah, like you know how they they just put everything up on the little tiny shelves and like a big it's a giant like art grid.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, Kind of thing. It is pretty awesome. And it just
0: looks amazing. And so that's April twenty sixth from six to nine PM. So it goes on through May 6th, but you know, it's everything's sold by then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta basically get there like the moment it opens up. And it's actually happening at Sulfur Studios this year. So that'd be interesting. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that at Sulfur. So anyway, we're gonna be getting out of here with our final interview with Joanne Morton, and I'll talk about that here in a second, but I wanted to mention that next week gonna have Catherine Shriver on and she's an artist that I found on Instagram whose work that I really liked. And then I noted, and we were like, oh, well, we'll talk later. She was getting ready to go on a residency. And then I noticed that she is leaving town and she's going to be moving to Pittsburgh. And she posted the reason being as, it's just not working out. So she has a studio over at Sulphur, and I thought it would be interesting to talk to her about what about Savannah in terms of an art scene is not working out? What can we do better? So I haven't talked to her yet. I'm going to be interviewing her tomorrow, but it's going to be interesting. So I hope you'll tune in for that next Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m.
1: I think that's a fantastic idea.
0: Lots of people have left town and I it's getting better, I think, but I would like to see what the reasons are and what we can do better as a community. So yeah. anyway, let's get out of here with this interview that I did with Joanne Morton you probably know Joanna as an artist. She does lots of stuff around town. She was the main organizer for Earth Day, the Earth Day festival for a number of years. She's doing this Circle of Hope, Circles of Hope event over at the open field where the Johnny Harris building used to be. Ooh. Same day as SLAM, so it's a, a great opportunity to check out a couple of events. But it's really interesting and got Joanne to talk about it, so we're going to end with that interview. Gretchen, thanks for being on the show again this week.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And uh, sorry, Tobia, for mispronouncing your name. I've watched way too much Arrested Development, I think.
0: Oh, okay, yes, Tobias. Yes, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. There's always
1: money in the banana stand.
0: (laughs) Thanks to Francis. Thanks to Charlie Ellis and Deborah Sharon Miller. And thanks to our last interviewee. Our listeners too. But thanks to our last interviewee, Joanne Morton. And here she is. Talk to you next week. Take care, y'all. Rob Hessler here with Art on the Air. And I am speaking with Joanne Morton by Zoom. And we're going to be talking today about Circles of Hope. So Joanne, why don't you just kind of Tell us what it's all about, your event.
7: I will, Rob. Thank you so much for asking. I love talking about Circles of Hope. So um, Circles of Hope is an exhibition. It's a three-day exhibition happening here in Savannah, April 22nd, 23rd, 24th. And this is a vision that I've had since I started this project in 2010, officially, 2009, unofficially. But in 2010, I found myself leaving New York City to create this large scale hanging mobile, which is a collection of people's visions for themselves and the world. And I found myself living in Savannah um, since 2012 and it's been such an amazing city to live in to grow this kind of art project because Mm -hmm. I want this to be really big. I want this to be the world's largest hanging mobile. So when I traveled in 2012 to collect the circles, um, I traveled across the country, then I came back to Savannah to live. And since 2012, being come back in Savannah, I have continued to maintain this vision that I'm going to keep building this hanging mobile.
5: Mm-hmm. And
7: this mobile um, is a vision board and a vision board or for those who don't know, it's just a collection of, of words and, and images that represent what you want to create in the world. And since I've been so active in the community here in Savannah, as the Earth Day Savannah direct festival director, I owned a healing art space for a while. I've done other community activism. And I've come to understand the power of collaboration. Mm. And when you collaborate with each other, and when you co-create with other ch- each other, you can really build things. And, um, and that's what the Manifesting mobile Circles of Hope, is all about. Is showing people all of our visions that we have together, and then what kind of collective action can we take? And so, one part about this um, event that I that I'm creating is I'm using my my art project and my festival experience, and I'm combining them. Right. So, um, and I'm leveraging. You want to leverage our what we have and our you know and our experiences, and so I'm inviting on Saturday. So many amazing nonprofits like yeah. Book Dreamer of Nations, Sister to Sister, Blessings in a Book Bag, um, Renegade Paws. And there some other ones that um, I can mention. But all these are action takers. All these nonprofits are action takers. And so the, the message that I really want to share with people with this project is, yes, it's an amazing experience to walk through this hanging mobile of all these circles um, And I can explain what that looks like later. But you walk through this mobile and you're inspired. But in order in order to create something to manifest something, you have to take action, right? And that's where partnering with the nonprofits is so important. One of the most common questions that I had conversations that I would have when I was organizing the Earth Day Festival, and people would often say, Oh, I really want to Help make a difference. I want to do this, but I don't know what to do. And I would say, Well, let me give you a list of (laughs) nonprofits that you can either donate money or donate your time. Right. Action. Action. And then if you do it together, it's a lot more fun. And nobody should need to do it all by themselves. If everyone does a little bit, if everyone shares their skills and talents and experience just a little bit, no one has to do it all. And no one should have to do it all.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And It's at 1651 Victory Drive, which is in that vacant lot where the Johnny Harris used to be. And what's actually really cool is, you know, it's happening on the 22nd through the 24th. On Saturday, April 23rd, it's from 10 to 6. And actually, simultaneously from 10 to 4 is the Slam Art Festival, which is in a very, very short walking distance away from it. So like, it's kind of a perfect synergy there. I mean, I know you're not partnering with them, but like you can go between those two events so simply and so easily, and they both have that artistic heart.
7: Yes, yeah. Well, actually, when I was looking for a space, I wanted a parking lot because I wanted to put a catering tent. I want to make this event very accessible. As much as I would love to have it hung in the you know the Telfair Museum, the um, Jefferson Museum, but I want it to be really accessible. So I wanted to be you know an, on a major street. And so i looked at different lots around the city but i really wanted this lot and they're donating that spot i just want to say they're letting us use that spot for free so that's a wonderful community gift um and one reason was because i knew slam was happening and i thought it would be a win-win for both of us to have that synergy because it's just amazing so um and then on sunday it's a it's a limited hours from 11 to 2. But I'm inviting um, yoga. Wesleyan Bowers is going to do yoga class. Grace Dawn is going to do Tai Chi. And then at the end, around 1.30, we're going to host a gratitude circle. Because oh, nice. as everybody knows, I love doing gratitude circles.
0: Well, what a way to end the, the event. You're listening to Art on the Air with your hosts, Rob Hessler and Gretchen Hilmers. On W-R-U-U-L-P, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. Now, I want to ask you, Joanne, because a big and important part of all of this is, you know, when you do these events, they're, I mean, even though it is free to the public to attend, it's not free to actually put on. And one of the ways that you have helped fund this is getting a grant from the Weave a Dream grant program that the city has to offer how did that all come about? What sort of brought upon getting Weave a Dream Grant and, and putting that all together?
7: Well, um, it's, it's, I'm so glad we're talking about the money part, the money part, you know? We, <laughs> as artists, I've learned in the last two years since the pandemic, especially since there's been less freelance jobs for me to take, I've had to rely on um, donations from people and, and also rely on my own courage for speaking up for asking for money and it's it's hard but as an artist if that's what you want to call yourself if you want to pursue as an artist you have to be okay for asking for money and not just the sale either you know yeah you can buy my art but you're my painter, or whatever but a lot of times artists just need money just in order to create so um the Weave a dream i have wanted for years to apply for it but i've been really nervous but there was the process was so easy um and cj um Vogel, I think it's his last name, I was yep. missing it, yep. Vogel. He is amazing. He Great guy, such a resource. So even if you're nervous, I highly recommend calling him up, sending him an email, because he will talk to you, and he will walk you through the process. So um, I've um, but I've always been nervous. But I also um, have another mentor, Shiro Pat Gunn, who also encourages oh, me yes. to, to apply. And, um, and I'm really grateful that I did, because um, what I got the money. So thank you. But also, <laughs> it legitimizes my event a little bit. And I'm really grateful for that opportunity to be able to showcase that, um, you know, this the city represent recognizing that this is a positive experience for the community. And when you do a Weave a Dream, you have to share with them, what kind of impact that you want to offer. And I think for um, that was a really good question for me, because really, who do I want to impact and I wanna impact um, just the everyday person who wants an opportunity to be in a safe space to have conversation with someone that they might not necessarily have. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that's the, so the interactive part is not just walking through the mobile circles that are hanging from the, from strings, like seven circles to a strands or two feet apart. So you'd be walking through these, you know, like a a maze of strings with circles on them, but you're gonna be moved to wanna have conversation. And I'm going to have plants in, this, in, my, in, my, in, the, in the community that are gonna make sure that everyone is talking to somebody. And the other part that I was really grateful for this opportunity was as a We a Dream um, recipient, you have to invite all the city officials. So right. I got all the emails to city manager and the city council members and the mayor, and I invited them all. And I really hope that they pop by for at least for a minute or two It's going to be um, a really fun event, the opening reception, um, because I really want them to walk through the mobile circles together, to really experience that collective experience together. And and it's not a political thing. There's no politics involved. It's about what we want as a vision for ourselves and each other, and being in a safe and the interactive art experience. I'm really excited about. It's 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 also kind of an experience. I like making art as an experiment. Yeah. See what will happen you know, like the process of doing it. And so um, I think there'll be lots of boxes of tissues because it will be a little emotional <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Oh, so, I love that, Joey. Um,
0: I love that so much. So look, if people want to learn more about the event, if people want to connect with, with, or even beyond that, because you are always doing these things, you mentioned that you're involved in the community a lot and everything. What is the best way for people to connect with you, to connect with this event? I mean, obviously we've got all the details out there on on how to get to the event, but if people wanna like connect with you, what's the best way for people to do that?
7: Um, They can definitely go through my Facebook, um, you know, Positive Energy Artists on Facebook, um, Positive Energy Artists on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn, Joanne Morton on LinkedIn. And then my website is my name, joannemorton.com. And there's all the information on there. And the other part that I'd like to just throw out there that um, I'm looking to also make, add more circles to the mobile. So if you have an interest in adding your vision to the, I'm the world's largest hanging mobile, I went and looked on the Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records and there is no largest hanging mobile, but the, the, there's a Caldor um, at mobile hanging in Pennsylvania somewhere but I can make it bigger. I can make
0: it bigger. So <laughs> Look out, Calder. has
7: an opportunity to help grow and expand the world's largest hanging mobile. Because it just, I just, I said this earlier. I was talking to someone earlier, and um, I started this idea in New York City. But I left New York to travel with it. I was guided to Savannah, and it was the Savannahs community in the last ten years that have allowed me to say, "I'm building this hanging mobile." And I want to share positive energy with everybody and everybody that I've ever met in this town says, Oh, that's a good idea. I like it. And they have let me hold on to that idea right. and, nurturing it and have persistence because you cannot give up. And trust me, there were days, there were moments in the last 10 years and I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but every time I hang it and I see it, I'm like, oh. you know, when you, when something is calling your heart to do, to share something that you have, a gift, an idea, do not give up. And then the second part about it is you can't do it alone.
5: Mm -hmm. You cannot
7: do it alone. You need a team. And so I really wanted to shout out to um, Angie Celeste and Carter Luciani. These two women have shown up in the last four weeks to help me get this to the next level. And I could not have done it by myself. And as artists, we have to have this mindset of how to run a business. But ultimately, you've got to find somebody else who help you manage that business side. Because now that I have these two women talking about logistics, about how we're going to do things, yada yada, I don't have to order organize the vendors or any of the volunteers. <laughs> I'm actually like, wow, I can actually focus on the creative element. I'm so right. excited for the first time <laughs> in my life, I have freedom in my brain, and and I'm nice. so guilty because I know it's happening. So. Um, And for anybody who is wants to support artists, it's such a process, you know, it's such a process to be an artist, but it's so necessary. And and all kinds of support is is welcome, whether you're sharing the event, giving them money or just, you know, reminding them that, you know, that they're not crazy and that their work really does mean something to the world. That's all I can ask people to do for other artists.
0: That's awesome. Well, Circles of Hope, co-creating positive energy is Friday, April 22nd through Sunday, April 24th at 1651 Victory Drive. Joanne Morton, thank you so much for coming on Art on the Air today. Really appreciate it.
7: Thank you, Rob. I'm so grateful that we met so many years ago as the image of me positive energy art show.
0: I know my very first art show in Savannah, my first thing I ever did. So, yeah, that was that was a gosh. I mean, you must have been brand new in Savannah back then. So yeah,
7: brand new, brand new in Savannah, but not anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very cool. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM Savannah Soundings and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU Station Archives on our website as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week where we'll have another batch of art on the air.